Welcome to the Families of Character show. I'm your host, Jordan Langdon, and as a wife, mom, and licensed clinical social worker, you get practical parenting stories, research-based parenting solutions, and most of all, support. Lean in and let yourself be inspired and reminded of the gifts you have as a parent. Let's jump right in. Hey, parent friends. Hey, have you ever been rushing around doing all the things, just kind of like feeling like a team of one? And then suddenly your spouse or partner like says something to you that immediately relieved your stress and kind of stopped you in your tracks. You know that double take moment where you're like, wait, what did you say? Did you mean that? Let's talk about that today. Let's talk about two phrases that immediately relieve stress and kind of close that gap between feeling like a team of one, like you're doing it all, and being that united team where you're supporting each other and backing each other up. So I have a personal story I'd love to share with you. I remember I was just hustling around the kitchen after I'd been working all day trying to throw some dinner together while also helping my daughter with some homework and then managing the laundry that needed to get done before morning, you know, all the things. This is kind of our life, right? Just multitasking and taking on everything at once um, to try to make more efficient use of our time. But my husband walks in the kitchen from work and kind of drops his work bag on the counter. And my first thought, I have to admit, was no, not in the kitchen. I'm busy here. But I didn't say anything. I just kept myself busy hustling around, kind of hoping in my mind that he would move his things out of the kitchen so that we could kind of keep a clear space for everything. But he quickly assessed after just taking a glance around that I had a lot going on. And he just said, hey, babe, what can I do to help? It literally stopped me in my tracks. Like I I think I dropped the spoon that I was using to saute the vegetables and just like turned around and was like, what? You see, on that particular day, prior to him coming home, I had made up in my mind. I'd literally made up in my mind that I was going to be doing everything myself. I was going to be making dinner, getting all the laundry done before morning when kids needed uniforms to go to school. And that I'd also be the one to help my daughter finish her homework. I hadn't even considered asking my husband for help. I just got to it. And isn't that true that we can just kind of make stuff up and then blaze forward doing it all? Oh, funny side note. There's a fake disorder called MSU disorder, making stuff up. It means that when there's a gap in our knowledge, we don't know something, rather than fill that void with facts, go to the source, ask if if you are going to have help or figure out who in your circle can help you. No, we just make stuff up. (laughs) And on any given day, parents all do this to some degree. Actually, all humans do this on a daily basis. We make things up or we kind of make assumptions about the situations we're in, and then we act according to our made-up scenario. Oh man, it, it sounds a little crazy when you say it out loud, but it's true. We're making stuff up. So my husband says, all right, 
what can I do to help? And I just stopped, looked at him and kind of had a moment. You know, I really think I did do a double take. I just paused and said, uh, how can you help? Uh, like, I don't even know. And he said, well, I'm here to help. Just let me know what would be most helpful to you. Y'all, immediately, a rush of relief came over me. I could feel it. My verbal response was, okay, why don't you change out your work clothes and then come back downstairs and then maybe at that point I can use your help. So that's what he did. Immediately after he offered to help, I noticed everything about my body language and stress level change dramatically. All of a sudden, sauteing the vegetables and buttering the garlic bread began to seem almost enjoyable. It was like I was able to be more present and in the moment, if you will. I noticed myself being more gentle and patient with my daughter as she was kind of stumbling through her homework. And why is that? He hadn't even helped me yet. He simply had offered help. Here's what happened for me. I instantly felt like I had a partner, backup, a helper, that team of one feeling that always induces that feeling of overwhelm and resentment and burnout, that subsided. It melted away. And my husband came back down and I told him that, you know, if he could either finish sauteing the vegetables or helping my daughter finish her homework, that would be a great help. So he chose helping with the homework. But what would have happened if I would have just said, no, I've got it. I mean, how many times do we do that? How many times do we turn down help because we're just in it and we don't even want to slow down to accept someone's help? And with that being said, how often are we unaware that our spouse or our partner or someone in our neighborhood or our friend group is trying to help and we're actually ignoring them because we're so busy and caught up in the next thing we have to do or the next box we have to check and we end up actually pushing them away or conditioning not to come back and offer help in the future. Oh, that has been my story. But I'm telling you, Something changed for me that day. My husband had probably offered to help me a hundred times before, at least. But that day, I heard it in a new way and accepted his help. And I'm telling you, it benefited everyone. I was in a better mood. Things got done more efficiently. And my husband felt good about providing relief to everyone too. So this now has become a habit at our house. Because it's a win-win for all involved. Now, is it a sacrifice on my husband's part to offer to help? Yes. Is it a sacrifice for me to cook dinner, do the laundry, and help with homework? Yes. Anytime you are denying yourself or saying no to something you'd rather be doing in order to say yes to something someone else needs, That's a sacrifice. That's giving of yourself to another person. And giving is the antidote to selfishness. This is absolutely a mindset we want our kids to have. 
a giving mindset where they're able to see a need in another person and offer help to fill that need for them. Now, I realize the title of today's episode is two phrases that bring immediate relief. And I guess that's a little bit too simple because it's not just the phrases or what you say, but it's the follow through to the phrase too, right? I heard a podcast not long ago that was geared towards husbands and the men were kind of joking about how they've got themselves in the habit of asking how they can help right when they walk in the door from work, but how there are just some days that they kind of secretly hope their spouse says, nope, I got this. But then when they said that, they said, you know, actually that never really works out well. But sometimes when you're exhausted, it's really hard to offer help when you just want to break yourself. I can totally appreciate that. I also appreciated their honesty and their humor and talking about what it's like from their perspective. So the first phrase that brings relief is, what can I do to help? And then following through without whining about it or debating it, because that never helps, and doing what it is that your spouse or your friend indicates would be helpful. You see, making assumptions about what you believe would be most helpful to your spouse really isn't helpful. Now, are there times where you could offer ideas if the person just has nowhere? So the first phrase that brings relief is, what can I do to help? And then following through with doing whatever they said would be helpful without whining about it or debating it, because that definitely does not help. Then your words don't match your intention. Listen, asking someone what it is that you could do that might be helpful is really the best way to help out because you're saying, I'm not making an assumption about what I think would be helpful for you right now because I'm not you. But instead, you're offering to do whatever it is they think might bring them relief that you could do for them. And Listen, is it okay to offer some suggestions or ideas? Absolutely. But you may be way off. You may say, you know what? I'm going to take the kids right now and take them outside. Well, to me as a mom, maybe that's not the most helpful thing. Like I really need you to pick up the mail or uh, take the dog on a walk around the block or to finish sauteing the vegetables because I got to go to the bathroom. You know, or I need some time with my kids so that I can help them with their homework. And so this would actually be the most helpful thing you can do. So make sure you're asking, what can I do to help? And if you want to offer some suggestions, fine, but truly be a good listener. And if that's not what your spouse, your partner, your friend says would be helpful, say, you know what? I'm all yours. What is it that would be most helpful to you? And here's the second phrase that brings immediate relief. Okay, first of all, you know that feeling when you're like beating your brains out, repeating yourself to your kids, asking them to do their chores or telling them no to more screen time, but they just keep doing what they want instead of what you tell them to do or ask them to do. How about when your husband comes along and says, 
I need you to listen to your mother. Or maybe it's mom who comes along and says to dad, Lila, I need you to listen to your father. Or maybe it's mom who comes along and says, Lila, I need you to listen to your father. Boom. I'm telling you, that phrase does it for me. I need you to listen to your mother. That's that partnership again. The backup just showed up. That helper, the team. It's like an assistant coach just showed up and said, I agree with what she said. I want you to do what you were told to do. Or I want you to do what your mom asked you to do. Immediate relief that we are on the same page when that phrase is said. Oh, and a little bonus phrase, something that has worked well in our house, is when my husband will actually say, you know, this is my wife. You need to listen to her and respect her. He's redefining for our kids that we are a team as parents. We are each other's first priority because after all, we're the ones who started this whole family. And it's so important that we keep our relationship and our partnership prioritized. So it's another way of getting their attention to pay respect to their parent. And he's also telling me that I matter. I am a priority to him and he's got my back. And isn't that what we all wanted when we got married and imagined our spouse as a parent? That backup, that common ground, I know that's what I wanted. I know that's why I chose the spouse I did because he was a partner. He had that helper mentality. He wanted to serve me and I wanted to serve him so that we can grow in love and unity. And some of you listening might be thinking, you know what, that's great if you have a spouse or a partner, but I'm a single parent. And you know what? I want more than anything for you, you single parents, to have a community that shares in your struggles and neighbors who pitch in to help, like truly knock on your door to offer help. You guys are doing the lion's share of the work around your house. And it's a lot. And you know what? Our communities used to be like that, where we would pitch in and help our friends and our neighbors. So if you're a parent who enjoys a relationship with your spouse or partner who's helping you, I'm going to challenge you to pay it forward. Are there single parents on your block at your kid's school or at your church who could use some help? Do you coach kids sports where you can inspire kids and empower them to help their parents out by asking, what can I do to help? There are so many ways we can help each other by simply putting our own needs aside for even five minutes to serve another parent in our community. So if you're a single parent, I want to encourage you to look for ways People are trying to be your assistant coach or stand-in backup. I know you are likely the one in your community who, even though you're single parenting, you're offering help to others. You are seeing the needs of those around you and are offering to fill those needs. But don't be afraid to ask for your own help too. You give others the opportunity to pitch in and help out. 
by asking and accepting help, which is something all of us need and want. So just in general, generosity is contagious. We all want to serve and know that what we're doing in relationships is adding value. So model for your friends how to be generous. It'll come back to you. And if it doesn't, listen, you'll be modeling to your kids how to be a thoughtful and generous friend too. So the bottom line when it comes to bringing relief to your spouse or partner or a friend is to ask, what can I do to help? And to reinforce a boundary by saying, hey, listen to your mom or do what your mom asked you to do. I even told my husband the other day, I said, you just saying the phrase, what can I do to help? Just saying that brings me relief because there's times when I don't even take his offer because I really am okay with what I'm managing. But it means so much that he is present and ready if I do need him. So try this out. Surprise your spouse or a friend of yours if you aren't already in a habit of offering this help on a regular basis. Offer this partnership, this team approach to parenting and get used to these two phrases. Use them often. Mean it and give of yourself to fill a need of theirs. We cannot do this alone. We must both offer and accept help. Partnership and parenting is just so important and having like-minded parents in your circle is vital too. So join our group of like-minded parents who aren't willing to settle for the status quo and just survive as parents. Join us so you too can thrive in family life. I want you to go to Facebook and search Thrive Community by Families of Character. That's our private group where we all collaborate together to help each other out. It's where I go live with conversations and topics like this and offer parent tips and latest research about what helps us to really coach our kids to success and to true joy in their lives. I'm going to link directly to it in the show notes for this episode too. So if you go into the show and scroll down, you'll be able to just click the link and join our Thrive community. And listen, share this podcast with your friends. Building up a network of parents who share your values is truly the way to go. Before I sign off, be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter if you aren't getting those already. This is how we can reach you. If Facebook goes down or the platforms aren't working properly, we're able to communicate with our parent community through our weekly newsletter. We send those out every Tuesday morning. So go to familiesofcharacter.com and sign up at the bottom of our page or simply click the link in these show notes to sign up so you have access to weekly parent tips and links to freebies. You won't want to miss them. In the meantime, I want you to remember, we truly are always in your corner.